Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. This is Lisa, and if you want to catch up with me on Twitter, you can find me at ILTM Podcast. We also have an Instagram, I Love That Movie Podcast. And if you want, you can support us on Patreon um, at I Love That Movie. Again, my show is free, uh, but if you want to support us on there, you can. I do want to take a moment to thank our top patrons who are Chris Balga, Jeff Widman, Michael Cross, and Joseph George. Thanks, guys, so much for all you do. Um, we also have a Teespring, so if you'd rather buy some swag, you can check that out on there. We also have a Discord group and a Facebook group, so check us out. Uh, just search for I Love That Movie, and I will also link all this in the show notes below. Uh, I don't have much else to plug, except that I will be going to the um, Ernie Kovacs Award December 4th at the Texas Theater to see John Cleese live, and he will be receiving that award. Um, so check out the uh, ticket link in the show notes for that as well. Um, okay, and so I have a returning guest that you've heard many times on the show. Uh, say hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hey, um, so this is like a little bit of a different situation here. It is actually my, it was my birthday a couple days ago. So I decided that I would just pick a movie that I really like and that we would actually talk about that movie. But luckily we both really like this movie a lot. Luckily. Luckily. Uh, I chose Silent Hill, which came out in 2006. So uh, I guess to kind of start off, uh, when did you first see this movie? Uh, well, I saw it in theaters. I think we both did. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we saw it together. Um, I was really. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and give you a warning now. I'm probably going to talk probably half about the actual game series along with the movie. Right. But I was a really big fan since. I mean, since '99, I think when the first game came out. Wow, came out that long ago. On the first, the original PlayStation. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well. Um... As you mentioned earlier, I saw it with you. Uh, we were really excited about this movie because we are such big fans of the game series. And I have to say, I think this one ages really well. Yeah, I really it like it a lot. I enjoyed revisiting it. And so uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead real quick and read the synopsis. I do want to mention that I had a really hard time finding a synopsis that made sense. Please and... read that bad synopsis. <laughs> yeah, that made sense and had something to do with the movie. Um, yeah, like, let me read one of these here. Is this uh, the bad one? I th think so. Let's it's see. nothing to do with the movie. Uh, well, yeah, this one's bad. I don't think it's the worst one, but it says, Sharon De Silva wakes up every night screaming about Silent Hill, pursued by a police officer suspicious of her motives and swerving to avoid another child. Her adoptive mother crashes the car, knocking herself unconscious. When Rosa De Silva awakens to find her adopted child missing, she searches 
the fog and ash an ash blanketed town for her beloved daughter. Well, see, that synopsis is bad because it's like okay, it's well, it, it's bad English. She, I mean, the sentence structure is really up, bad. The daughter does, but then like they keep going back and forth. Yeah, the way it's being described. Here's another one. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm gonna try to find that one that I found yesterday. That, was... that one was hilarious. Here's another one. Routed from sleepwalking problems. Rose De Silva decides to take her daughter Sharon to the town she talks about in her sleep, <laughs> Silent Hill, to face her nightmares, where Sharon goes missing and Rose must fight the power of the town to get her back. I guess that one's closer to I what guess. it's about. Yeah. But there's still, yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's like people had a really hard time summarizing this, but the best one that I found was this one, which is, uh, Rose and Chris's adopted daughter Sharon suffers from dangerous sleepwalking episodes, during which she often speaks about the ghost town Silent Hill. Desperate to help their child, Rose takes Sharon to Silent Hill, where she and a concerned police officer become trapped in an alternate reality of ash, monsters, and cultists. While Chris searches for his wife and daughter in the real world, Rose conducts a parallel investigation into the horrific uh, truth of Sharon's history in Silent Hill. So good job, Morsty, whoever that is. That was good. That was a good. That was a good summary. That is what happens in the movie. I, yeah, I think, but I do think a problem with the film is just that. I mean, when you really sit there and pick apart the plot, it is kind of strange. So it's like when people try to summarize it, maybe that's why. Uh, we're running into these kinds of things i don't know what do you think yeah maybe but just <laughs> some of them are like that one it's like none of that had like they're like rose took her daughter to see a a, a healer it's like, oh yeah that, that was never a weird happened one. yeah i didn't see that one um, maybe it's since been deleted but that <laughs> one was very strange um let's see so I'll, I'll name a couple of quick facts here Okay, so one of the facts I had that uh, that I thought was really interesting was that uh, Centralia, Pennsylvania was the inspiration for the movie adaption of the game Silent Hill. In researching the different elements of Silent Hill, screenwriter Roger Avery came across the town of Centralia, Pennsylvania, an almost abandoned town with a 40-year-old coal-burning fire underneath it. Centralia planted the seed for what developed into the cinematic version of Silent Hill. I, I feel like... Yeah, because I think in the game it's loosely hinted on. I mean, I think they probably were inspired by that. Yeah, but you think by the same town? I think it was inspired, but it wasn't really um, flushed out where it was. Oh, okay. From what I remember. I mean, it's been so long since I've played them, but uh, the movie is definitely... We'll get more to it later, but the movie's definitely a... A mix of the first three games. Okay, that's like. good to know. Because I know I've watched you play some of the games, but I don't remember, like, every single game and what makes them all different. It's been so long. Um. So, oh, it says, Apart from The Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash, every piece of music is directly from the game series. I mm -hmm. didn't realize that. Yep. I mean, it sounded like the game, but I, I didn't I know that. I could tell when certain songs were playing. I'm like, okay, that's the intro from the first one. Or this is a... A sad song that played in the second one when, like, James Sutherland had to, like, make a decision or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, it is pulled from the games. That's really cool. I think that helps, like, as a fan, you know, it's really doing justice to the original. Um, it took Christopher Gans five years to obtain the rights to make the film. 
He was given the rights after he sent Konami a video of an interview describing how much Silent Hill meant to him. Along with the interview, he sent scenes that he filmed on his own dollars, cut up and overlaid with music from the games. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's I didn't neat. know that. I kind of thought, you know, like a lot of times, and maybe this is that's why this movie is so good, is like sometimes it feels like they can be a little bit of a cash grab in the sense that they're like, oh, these games make a lot of money. Let's go ahead and make one. But it seems like this one happened a little bit more organically, like at, from uh, the director as a fan. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I love the Resident Evil movies and games, but those are definitely more flashy and uh, not they don't really stick close to the game it doesn't seem i mean they're yeah, still very fun i agree but this one it does have the feel of the game like a bunch of the camera angles are identical from like cutscenes or mm-hmm. or certain angles when you're walking around that has a fixed camera that moves with you yeah yeah i know we watched a lot of behind the scenes videos and uh they talked about that in there how christopher gans made sure that uh the camera moves like it does in the game mm-hmm. so you can definitely tell that yeah um, I wasn't super familiar with him, uh, the director, Christopher Gans. I'm kind of scanning through his uh, IMDb, and I don't see a ton on here that I recognize. Who Looks like the... mostly French films. Go Who's ahead. the writer again? That name sounds really familiar. Roger Avery. Let's look at that. That sounds familiar. Looks like he was a writer on oh. Pulp Fiction. Maybe, like, I guess one of the writers. Yeah. It's probably, like, a team. Mm, looks like he's mostly a producer. Hmm. But, yeah, like, I, that did sound kind of familiar. Let's, we can look at his writing credits really quick. Oh, it looks like Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Huh. I didn't so know older that. older Tarantino stuff. Yeah. You probably saw his name flash on the probably. screen then. Yeah. But, um... It might be on our Pulp Fiction poster somewhere. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen a lot of this guy's work, but I really appreciated the look of the film and I really liked the music. Like we talked about a minute ago, how it is directly pulled from the game. And then I also think the, the, the actors in the film do a really, really good job. Yeah. They're really, they, um, they pull it off for being such a weird movie. Yeah. I mean, this is. Yeah. They take it seriously. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't recognize a lot of these names, um, except for Sean Bean, of course. Yeah. Um, he didn't die in this one. Spoiler. He did not die. Yeah. Oh yeah. As always he guys, always if, um, if you haven't seen this movie yet, I would definitely pause this and go see it first, but yeah. Um, so I think we can kind of talk about the actors as we go through the plot. I know the director said in the, uh, behind the scenes that we saw that these people were predominant, predominantly from, um, serious, dramas on tv um and he pulled a really good group of people that he liked working with um and so that's why some of them aren't like super big names they're just like people that he trusts yeah like i I probably won't be able to to add too much information because i really know most of these people just from this movie yeah exactly but they all do a great job um do you want to run through like a couple scenes uh yeah we could do scenes or comparison to the movie and film or okay sure um okay well i guess the the most uh one scene when they're going to silent hill uh the kind of like the car crash scene that is directly pulled from 
the opening cutscene of the first Silent Hill. Oh, okay. And I feel like they even stuck to like really small details. Like um, in the in the movie, she's driving a Jeep Liberty, I think. Mm-hmm. But in the game, it's a Jeep Wrangler. So they still even put them in a similar vehicle. Huh. That's um, interesting. Very uh, similar to the way they see a less on the street and they swerve. Um, the the biggest difference about this one, the movie is the main character is just for the movie. Yeah, like she's not she, a character from the games. Mm-mm, she yeah. wasn't in the games. The main character in the first one was uh, Harry Mason. Mm. And his daughter was Cheryl. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I noticed about this film, and they talk about it in the, uh, in, in the behind the scenes that we watched. I'm sure I'll reference that a lot, but it, it was really good. It was about an hour long. It looked like it was ripped directly from the DVD footage, um, but or from the DVD bonus features. But um, I'll, and I'll link that to you guys as well. But I noticed that, and, and I guess I didn't notice this when I first saw the movie. But it's like in retrospect, it is that is the case. Like there's hardly any men in this movie, um, and that's different from the first game. Like you said, was about a, a guy. Well, the was first the main character, was the first male. two really. The first one was oh. Harry. The second one was James. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, which. I don't know how much they put of the third one in here because I think um, I actually haven't seen the second Silent Hill movie, but I think that one was pulled directly from the third one oh, with the okay. main character yeah, being Heather. Heather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's interesting because I think this was just uh, a decision the director and the writer made. Yeah. It's not like something that they asked, you know, the game developers or anything like that. They were just like, oh, I think it'd be cool to do it from their perspective. So, you know, you have Rose De Silva, which is the mother, her daughter, mm-hmm. and then the biggest bad guy uh, played by Alice Krieg, who plays Christabella, is another woman. Anna, the mom, is another woman. And then, you know, there's a couple other people that we run into, but it's like almost, oh, Sybil, of course. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's interesting because... Um, they're almost all female characters. And another thing that uh, I had read a while back before we even started uh, doing research on this movie, the studio actually stepped in and said, you have to include more male characters. Like Wasn't they looked Sean at the Bean movie. not even on the bill yet? Yeah, he was not going to be in the movie at all. Uh, the character wasn't written. That, that was a studio decision to insert him in. And I feel like it does feel that way a little bit when you watch the movie knowing that um, because... You, you almost don't really need that other parallel story happening with the dad and the yeah. detective. Like, I guess it's interesting, but it's like they don't actually even need to be there because they don't really impact the story at all. Well, yeah, I can I can see the original writing. He wanted the main character to be a woman instead of a man. And they didn't need to be married because... Yeah, that's in, true. In the first game, once again, the opening... Um, credit scene pretty much before you start playing you get really weird images and everything but um harry's wife had died mm-hmm. um i don't remember why i think it was some illness okay um but yeah you find out later on in the game that <clears throat> cheryl was adopted yeah okay so really similar and to this th- that plot. is similar um and i think he's just he just had lost his wife and he's going to Silent Hill because I think that was on her adoption papers. Okay. But okay. that that part of it isn't flushed out as much in the game as they did in uh 
in the movie. Okay. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, I think that, you know, I understand why they added them, but I don't know. It's just kind of interesting because I think if it had been a movie with all male characters, I don't think somebody would have said, oh, you need to insert women in here. (laughs) Unfortunately, like there's plenty of movies that are similar to this, but flipped. And I think they just commercially were worried it would impact the box office. Um, not to say that I'm ever upset when I see Sean Bean because I really like him. And... I wonder if they just wanted a big name like that in here. Yeah. No, I mean, they said it specifically, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Add a guy. But, get yeah, someone they're like, add a guy. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I do like they mentioned, I think the director said, like, Sean Bean has this quality to him where he's kind of mysterious and you don't quite know his motives. And I, I do think that in the movie it does feel that way. Like, they don't feel, like, intensely in love with each other, you know? Yeah, it feels like, like, it's, like it's more weird. of, like, just... I'm trying to think how to say it. like their marriage is more like just that's what you do. Yeah, it it feels like I don't know, like I I don't get a lot of emotion from him. Like I mean, he he's really concerned about his wife. He doesn't seem quite as concerned about their child. And so I think that that's an interesting I I think you learn more later, but you know, that's interesting that it starts yeah. off that way because it's really about the mom and her connection with her daughter more so than him. But yeah, I um you know, don't know the plot line of the games as well as I do the movie, but I think that the movie does a good job of not getting too far away from, yes, yeah. it's a little bit of a convoluted plot and it's a little weird. Well, it's, it's taking but... two games yeah. that take hours to play and put it into like an hour and a half movie. And I think fans of the game or fans of uh, games like this, and I, I'm going to go as far as to say specifically Japanese games, I think it's like those fans are okay with like a little bit more weirdness, a little bit more gray area, a little bit, you know, less explanation. They don't spend a lot of time being upset and asking questions about every little thing. Yeah, this game was known for being very weird. Like you had Resident Evil, which I think those games are great. They're pretty straightforward. They're straightforward. This was just weird, some of the stuff that happened. Yeah. I mean, the monsters are really scary. it hardly ever gets explained. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what the the game plays off of. Like you're saying, is like you're afraid and you're not sure why and you're not sure what you're looking at and you don't really get all the answers in the end and that's part of what keeps that whole thing feeling scary versus Resident Evil, like you said, is more of an action game. Yeah, you know, know, okay, there's going to be zombies. Uh, There's the big guy, Nemesis, and all kinds of stuff. It's more like a typical boss fight, but this one is just... It's real weird stuff the whole way through. In the movies, kind of like or the games, kind of like this movie. They're they're usually a mystery. Yeah, there's puzzles. Yeah, and so you're always trying to find out the truth of Silent Hill. And so I like the fact that this movie follows that. You know. Yeah, I love the line fact that thinking. they put like keys in there. You find keys and you have to figure out where it goes to. And there's like uh, when they're in the hotel scene, they're like, "There's no room." Um, whatever but it's like behind a poster or something like yeah, that. yeah that, that feels that, very much like the game yeah you know and it's like it does it have real world logic you know like when she sees that guy and she pulls the key out of his mouth no but in a game it would in absolutely game, yeah you're like hmm, there's something there and i'm gonna need it later yeah and the way that the director is even able to include maps like in the yes. game i thought that was really cool and i think he was kind of ahead of his time because i do think that 
movies now do inf- I mean games I'm sorry do influence now how movies look and I think he recognized that there was a real cinematic quality to these games and that it, it influenced his filmmaking and I think he was on to something probably realized that before everybody else did I think that's but. why I think I mean I know on IMDb this movie's like really low rated but I feel like a lot of true Silent Hill fans love this movie yeah yeah i think it's just it's different you know i think it's different it's different for a horror movie it's different for uh this genre and i think that people that play the games and enjoy that sort of you know mystery aspect i mean in a way there's even like bosses in the movie that you fight so it's kind of like if you're cool with all that and you're not picking on it just as a film um, I think you like it a lot more. Yeah, it looks like it's like a 6.5 rating, which, yeah, I would give it more of like, I mean, personally, like an 8. <laughs> I think but, it's a solid yeah. 8, yeah. But I, I mean, are there things that could be improved upon? Maybe. But it just feels like they got so many ingredients right that it's not the kind of film where I'm actively critiquing it, you know? Yeah, they, they definitely put it, as weird as it is, in a more real world setting. Mm-hmm. Like... Okay, so in the first game, some of the main monsters you encounter are giant pterodactyl creatures. Oh, really? Yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, one of the bosses is... Uh, actually, the boss of the school down in the, the basement is like this giant like crocodile creature. Its mouth opens like... like I'm trying to... Vertically instead of horizontally. The, the game, especially the first one, had more monsters in mm-hmm. it. And I feel like they pulled most of the creatures from the second one. Okay. That they were more, most of them were more humanoid, uh-huh. not necessarily like monster, animal-esque. Yeah. Um, there are a few things I really kind of wish they would have put in the movie okay from the game like uh in the first game there's a really cool really long part of the game where it's like in the sewer and at these like these docks at a lake Mm -hmm. and like there's just some really creepy shit that happened there (laughs) but i mean like i said you've got each game you play for several hours Mm -hmm. and there are two games smashed into this movie right i i think it was a good choice to pick the more humanoid uh, monsters one because it's easier and two because uh then it's more likely to be a practical effect yeah. i didn't realize so when we went when we've rewatched this a couple of times it has struck me that the monsters look really good and i'm kind of su- i was kind of surprised because in my memory i thought that they were cg yeah but then i thought oh that's not going to age well but then actually when you watch the behind the scenes and you can even just tell because it doesn't look terrible um but we watched um some behind the scenes footage and they're pretty much they're all real yeah. real yeah the suits like people latex in them suits and yeah all kinds of prosthetics and everything I mean, very little CG, little to none. I think there's like a little bit of it on on some of the monsters, but I think that's part of what makes them so haunting is like there's three different main actors. Uh, one that did uh, the armless man, who I loved. Yeah, that um, is, is real creepy. That one was one of the first monsters you encounter in two. Okay, I feel like I remember that. They were yeah. creepier in two because not only would they walk around and spit acid at you but they would also somehow without arms 
fall down on the ground and like scurry around real quick Ugh. and hide under cars. I don't like that. Um, yeah, and then I think he also plays what? What other one? I think they mentioned he played two. Oh, Pyramid Head. Um, no, Pyramid Head. Uh, I he, Pyramid oh. Head and the janitor. Oh, you're right. That was the same you're guy. Right. You're right. And so then there's the so then there's the armless dude, and then there's also a girl that plays the little children that yeah. are burning, which. That visual was so frightening the to me. The first time in theater, I had like chills when that came up. That was like unsettlingly, unsettlingly creepy. Yeah, I, I, I don't normally get, honestly, I feel like it we just watch me. a lot of horror. So I don't really get scared when I see creatures. I get excited. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see it. Um, and, and a lot of times they mentioned in the behind the scenes, like a lot of times less is more, you know, yeah. you don't want to show the monster too much. They show you a lot of monsters in this movie, but they look so good and they're so disturbing that it's like it, it doesn't the, the effect doesn't wear off. And particularly the little burning kids, because um, that's what they are. Um, and their scream yeah, is just, creepy. oh, it's so creepy. And the way that the face is like, it, it's like it feels like the back. skin is slipped on the skull, like away from yeah, the, like where the sideways. Face, yeah, ugh, all of it is super gross. But very adorable when that lady, <laughs> when we watch the oh, behind yeah. the scenes and they're like telling her what to do and she can't hear and they have to yell in her little ear hole. <laughs> and you hear her go, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, that makes it less scary, I guess. Yeah, those, but, yeah. those were pretty close. Um. That first scene down that weird like alley with all the chain link fence and everything that was almost exactly uh, pulled from uh, the game. Yeah, I'm... Uh, even to the sense where you pretty much you're getting attacked and you try to fight them off because you're like I'm supposed to fight these off and you can't and you wake up in a diner. Oh, so, so just like she had, she woke just up like yeah. Else. Okay. Yeah, and and I don't think we mentioned that. I really love the transition between yes. uh, the world of, and they mentioned that in the behind the scenes as well that they had to create so, multiple sets for every single location because yeah. there is a present day Silent Hill, and then there is uh, the Silent Hill in flashbacks, mm-hmm. and then there's a Silent Hill uh, when that sort of when the sirens go yeah, off. Yeah, the dark version. And I love every aspect of that. I really, I think this movie did a good job of making all that stuff. It, it answers more questions, like you said, than the game does. But I like that concept of, you know, these coal fires happened. You know, when the fires happened, these alarms went off. But now those alarms signify the darkness coming yeah. back. And when the darkness comes back, the whole town looks like it did when it was on fire, basically. Like all the, the paint starts peeling from the walls. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's all the creatures come out and they usually they don't really come out unless that siren is heard so it creates this interesting rule in the movie you know the rules of that universe is like when you hear that sound you have to run and they do such a cool job of like explaining uh that i liked when uh she was running from those guys in the the coal miners yeah they were wearing those suits they were it's seemingly after her and then all of a sudden they have a little canary in a cage, just mm-hmm. like you would in a mine, and the canary's reacting, and they know that means that the darkness is coming, and they have to get out of there. I thought just visually that was a really cool. Yeah, that scene. stuff wasn't in the game, so it's really cool that they they gave the the transition from uh, real world to like the nightmare realm 
it like grounded it a little more. Yeah, like there's rules and, you know, I mean, you don't know like how long it's going to last or stuff like that, kind of like in the game. But at least like there's ways that characters can know it's coming <laughs> yeah. and things like that. I don't think you really get that kind of, you know, foresight in the game. Yeah, I think um, in the game, the only time you know something is about to happen is your radio goes off. Oh. Um, they didn't do that too much in the movie. The mm -hmm. very first scene uh, in the car, the radio messes up. You're right. And that's yeah. when you first see Alessa. Mm -hmm. But yeah, in the game, oh, you always have this radio that plays static whenever any creature is nearby, really. So and you, you have kinda, to like carry that little radio around with you, right? It's kind of You like always have canary, your radio, okay. your flashlight, and then a few weapons. Yeah. And I think in this movie, they do that too, where the uh, character Rose, played by Rada Mitchell, I'm not sure if we said her name yet, but... She's awesome in this movie. She uh, has all these different little She's like, tools she that she acquires. acquires. It, yeah. yeah. And it feels organic in the film, but it's also, for if you're a gamer, you're like, oh, this is just like in a game. Where yeah. you, you know, find a flashlight, find yeah. this, find that. Find so boxes like that. of bullets all over town. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, there's a lot of ammunition in this yeah. town, I guess. But it's kind of cool, too, because I've always really liked the concept of a ghost town. Yeah. But I like in this movie that it's forced. It's like there's a coal fire. It's still burning. And, you know, that's a plausible explanation for an entire town to have to evacuate. Because and it makes it's it real. instantly creepy, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's real. It happens. And it's like... It's burning right now as yeah. we speak. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I don't know. I just I just love that because everything is frozen in time. It's mm -hmm. not like a real ghost town. It's really not that scary. People yeah. just left, you know, because the money dried up in that town. But in this situation, um, you know, it's tragic. And things are on fire, and it just adds just so much spookiness to it that I really enjoy that about it. Um, I'm also glad they had the courage to put Sybil in there. Did you feel that way when Sybil you saw the movie? was probably the one part of the movie that is 100% accurate to the game. Yeah, and Her I look uh -huh. is exactly like the character in the game. And in a weird way, she almost doesn't fit the tone of it, because it's like Sybil feels like... She feels like a Sigourney Weaver-esque character or something, you know, yeah. like she seems like a badass action lady. And it's not really an action movie, mm -hmm. but I say I'm glad they had the courage to include her because I feel like that's a character you'd be tempted to like rewrite and make her more real. And nope, they gave her the same look. She's wearing those leather pants. Like, yeah. I just, I just really like Even like her giant ass, like harley motors yeah. like, police bike is exactly what she wrote in the game yeah and it kind of i think it injects a little bit of fun into the movie because it mm -hmm. is so grim it is so dark and rose is kind of ill-equipped she's just a regular mom you know yeah. she's just a normal person but sybil you know because she's a cop you just feel like she's better able to handle all these situations and it's somewhat believable especially yeah. when a lot of the people that they go up against are other women i think it just makes it a little you know what i mean like yeah. a little easier up against Pyramid Head, I mean, nobody can really go up against him, so... <laughs> yeah, especially in the game, I think there's like three of them in, oh, the, really? in the entire town, yeah. Ugh. I, I love Pyramid Head. They, like, do not explain him. No, I don't think they ever have. Even yeah. in the games, you, he's just there. I know I keep jumping around, but another thing I like that they mentioned about the monsters is that they said, you know, they all look human in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, all the, all the uh, I think, actors are also dancers. Yeah. Um, so that's why they're so flexible and the way they move is, like, so fluid. But they said you also get the feeling that the monsters themselves are suffering, oh, which I yeah. think is accurate. And it's 
what did he say? He's like, I don't want to go for disgusting. He said, I want to go for disturbing. Disturbing, yeah. And he's like, I think those are two very different things. You know what's disgusting. And he said, because disgusting makes you want to look away. Yeah. Like, when you're disgusted, you close your eyes. Because you're like, I do, I do not want to see that. But disturbing, it's weird. You, he essentially you, wants, like, the train wreck effect. Yeah, it's like, you have to look. And I think there is a beauty in all the monsters. And it's just, they look so cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's another, like, scene? Sorry, I know I'm talking a lot. I just really like this oh, movie. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm going to go... I'm going to reference the video game a yeah, lot. Yeah, sure. So. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm glad you can do that, because I can't... I mean, I know I watched you play a lot of these games. I don't really remember them as well. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, one thing that is very different in the game... Um, Dahlia Gillespie, her character also looks exactly like in the game, but... In the game, she is the leader of, of the, the cult. cult. Yeah. Oh. Isn't it interesting that this had, like, that cult stuff, too? Like, now cults are, like, yeah, so big. Yeah, every movie and show. <laughs> it's almost like if this came out now, it would have been a, a bigger hit. But um, one thing I remember, I don't know if they actually ever said it in the in the movie, but in the game, the big thing was the, the symbol you see a lot in the movie. Uh-huh. It was, I think the symbol was a little different in the game, mm. but it always uh is referred to the mark of samael oh okay. like it has a specific you've told me that before name, yeah. yeah and Gilles, dahlia gillespie she was like the cult leader mm. but in the game there's not really any members it's just her oh okay yeah because i guess most of the members probably died yeah <laughs> but um yeah the look of dahlia gillespie is like perfect she looks so cool it looks just like the like she is in the game she's like this creepy witch almost yeah and and her name is uh Deborah Kara Unger. I'm not familiar with her, but she does have like that really big theatrical quality yeah. to the character. It feels very it stage looks, acting. Yeah, and looks very like Japanese, you know, like the yeah. way that they would design. And again, I just really commend the director for not, he didn't like try to take over and make it something else. He literally paid homage to what yeah. was already there. And I think, again, that makes the movie a lot more digestible. But she really plays Dahlia two ways, right? Because we see her in the past when she was mm-hmm. just Anna's mother. And then we see her in the present where she's covered in ash and, you know, cursed, quote unquote. Yeah. Or, um... No, um... Not Anna, um... Christabella? Alessa. Alessa. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sharon and Alessa, yeah. You know what? I take it back. Sharon, in the game, her name was Cheryl. Oh, is so that... So it's a slight okay. difference, yeah. Yeah. But similar. Yeah, Alessa, Sharon, or Cheryl, and Alessa are essentially the same person in, in the game also. Okay, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I guess if we're talking about scenes that we like... I also, and I'm, again, I'm not really going chronologically. I'm kind of jumping around, but I really love when they're in the hospital. That is always, in all the Silent Hill games, whenever you're in the hospital or like the asylum, like the prison, Mm -hmm. those are always really fun. Yeah. There's something about, for me, like I like hospitals and there's a few locations i always like the hospital a creepy movie theater and then the school Mm -hmm. and again that's what i like about this film is like because it does have like that map quality and she's sort of on a hunt for alessa she ends up going to all these different locations just like in the game um and i can't 
just like when you play the game, like I can't wait to see those sets. Um, but when she's in the hospital, when she's like memorizing the map on yes, the wall, yes, I like, love that part where she's. I remember, yeah, looking at maps so much playing in this playing this game because yeah. you're like, okay, I have to go to this room, so I need to go up three doors, turn right, go three doors this way, and then take a left and go one door up. It's I mean, almost more realistic too, because yeah. in a lot of horror movies, characters seemingly know where they're going all the time, and. I mean, she wouldn't know where anything is because she no, doesn't yeah. live there and no one's been there for years. So how would she have a good grasp, you know, of directions? So it's kind of cool that they show that. It also makes the character seem smart instead of just ineffectual and terrified all yeah, the time. Yeah, she's like, okay, I yeah. need to get here. I'm going, I, I can't pull this map off the wall. I'm going to have to memorize where it is. Yeah, yeah, because I wondered how they were going to do that. Um, the other reason why I like the scene a lot is because, I mean, probably like you, I was crossing my fingers the whole time so excited to see those nurses the nurses yeah because that is such a the, the, great one, part of the once game once again the nurses exactly they look super exactly. accurate yeah, yeah they're so good and the way that they move mm-hmm. and the i think the sound they, they make the nurses ugh, make love, that like weird kind of crying like a, a cry like whimper and almost gasping yeah 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 and like um and yeah and they're they're dressed the way they are because they're stuck sort of in the from past like, i and... think probably like the 70s maybe yeah i think i think so and their their clothes have like i like the costumes too that their clothes have sort of melted to their bodies yeah almost. like, the, like their, their clothes their, their clothes are like skin essentially yeah because they're like, like stitched up it looks like Leatherface or something right and like they said in the movie you know that the way they did that was you know it's silicone mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like it it looks like clothes it looks like 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 you were in a fire and it melted on your body like yeah. it, it looks really cool um yeah, I, I mean, you know, you're always anxious to see some of these great visuals that you got from the game, and you're worried that they're going to mess it up or change it too much, and nope, it is exactly. And same thing in the game, you have to turn your flashlight off around Yeah, them. they're attracted to light. Yeah. Um, pretty much all the monsters are in the, uh, in the game, so mm-hmm. you need your light, but... You have to be strategic with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one really... I'm kind of just jumping around oh, yeah. all over the place, but... Um, I mean, spoiler, but Sybil meets her untimely end in the movie. Yeah. But in the game, you kind of have a way to... Because this game had multiple endings, depending on what happens. Oh, yeah. All of the games do, Mm -hmm. right? So it's sort of like, yeah, you make choices and they impact you. It's not like some games where you're constantly reloading your gun and you're constantly, you know, advancing. It's like... You make decisions, things happen. It's more like a movie yeah. and kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure in a way. But, yeah, there's multiple endings, and you have to, like, play the whole game a certain way to get different You have to endings. play it several times if you yeah. want several of them. But um, one cool thing I forgot to mention when I was saying there's a few locations I would have liked to have seen. The carnival. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, carnivals are creepy in general, but... <laughs> but I, it's been so long since I've played it, but... Sybil, at some point in the game, you get split up and something, not possessed, but like I said, the first one has weirder stuff happen, more like monster S. There's like a, a bug or something, like a weird worm that takes There's over. There's some her. bugs in this movie, it's those giant bugs that they. Yeah, those are from the first on. one. Yeah. So gross. But so she's like, uh, there's like a bug that's possessing her pretty much, and you finally find her at the carnival. And you have a choice. Uh, there's this big like scene on a uh, carousel, 
and it's like do you help sybil which is very difficult because you like you have to like get attacked a lot mm-hmm. or do you just kill her just put her out of her misery yeah. okay and so that was a really cool okay what do i do or a lot of times like gamers will save right before that do yeah. one and then go back and do the other one yeah but it's kind of like you can out. you can save her or she dies yeah i mean i think they gave her a good death in the movie i do like that she yeah. dies like pretty much a hero and the actress that played her Lori holden we were watching the in the behind the scenes she uh really cared a lot about the role she like loved the character she's like i get to be an action hero like this is so cool and um, she was really committed. Like, they showed some scenes where she was doing some fight choreography with, uh, I think, the miners. It, the miners. Yeah. And she said they had, like, these metal parts on their costumes. And so, in the movie, her arms get scratched up and they're bleeding and they're and real. That's, like, real, yeah. Because she was, but she was like, it didn't matter. All that matters is, like, the end result. And she even said, like, her death scene was really scary because she really was strapped to, like, this big wooden thing. Over being actual lowered, fire. Yeah, over a real fire yeah. and spikes. <laughs> She's like, it was hot. And if they drop me, I will be impaled. Yeah, she's like, it's pretty scary, but it looked really good. Which, again, like, I think I, I think I underestimated how much of the movie was real like that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, so I guess we kind of mentioned him earlier, but Pyramid Head. Yes. Pyramid Everyone's Head favorite. doesn't show up until the second game. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, you first see him probably, I want to say in the first 15 minutes, mm-hmm. in the hotel. Or it might be apartments. Okay. Um, but he's usually accompanied by the the mannequin creatures, which aren't in the movie. Oh. Which are normally uh, two legs on bottom and two legs on top. Ooh. And they run around and kick you and <laughs> crazy. But so you see him... You don't encounter him at the very beginning. You see him, and then you don't see him again for, like, hours. Uh-huh. And you see him from, like, through this peephole into the well, next room that. over. And you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then nothing for hours. Yeah. And then you finally encounter him again. They really tease it. <clears throat> he's, like, the big bad. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And like I said, there But he has, like, no motive. It's just... He's just, just another... kill. Yeah. Um, there are a few of them in the game. Um, you can't kill him. From my memory, the only way to kill him at the end, he's one of the bosses, is... I don't remember what you have to do, but you essentially have to get him to kill himself. Mm. Like, that's the only way he can die. Like, you can't kill him. Yeah, I always had that impression of them that you're... You, there's just pointless to even try to yeah, kill him. Yeah, you just... If you see Pyramid Head, you run. Right. <laughs> yeah, in the game. They're just like, don't fight him. Don't... Yeah, it's just, just a waste just of your ammo. Just try Yeah. But I thought he was really cool. It, it like... It was perfect. hmm The look of... And even... Um, whenever they're in the school and you see Pyramid Head for the first time and the, the miners don't get out... Yeah. Like, you see him carrying one of their bodies. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the first time you see Pyramid Head in the game. He's carrying a body. Yeah. But the weird thing is, it's one of the, the mannequin creatures. Mm. I don't know. He just so. screws everybody up. He doesn't yep. care. I like the way the movie also gives you little bits and pieces throughout the, the film of you're putting together, like, the mystery of what happened. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, you get the full story, which is... um. Yeah, pretty much the 
there is already a cult in the town pretty much mm-hmm. and there's like this weird private school but it's not really it's weird the weird cult religion yeah <laughs> and so alessa is she's just kind of weird not like the other kids and so they just pick on her and i think she gets assaulted by the janitor mm-hmm. the one you, that he got he got what what was coming to him yeah he got punished a lot <laughs> yeah, so snap in half backwards and barbed wire together. strewn up in the bathroom but so it's essentially like they kind of trick uh, Dahlia into bringing her to one of the rituals. They're like, this will purify her and yeah. purify the town. But instead, they're like, mm, never mind, we're going to kill her. Yeah, because I think she saw her daughter as a victim, of course. Yeah. She, she thought is. they were going to help her. But yeah, and she thought, I have to play by this town's rules, too. Yeah. I mean, I think she was pressured the into town. it. Um, yeah, and then they kill her and then... They almost kill her. Yeah. They, they pretty much put her on this giant barbecue grill <laughs> and while they're burning her it it breaks <clears throat> sending like a bunch of the coal and everything into the mine so i think they power their witch burning device through like the uh from the coal mine seems safe yeah but essentially it, it all falls down into the mine and catches the entire mine on fire so it's like all their fault yeah no it wasn't any dark forces fault at all they caused it mm-hmm. and so she is taken to a hospital like and i think for years i wonder if they were since they were trying to kill her why did they take her to the hospital well because the fire happened and they all left oh and so when yeah, the police I think I keep forgetting like it's not that the whole town is in on the cult. no it's Some it's a cult are. yeah okay and so when the police show up which is the one that's talking to um Sean Bean's character in the present day. Oh, right. He's the one that takes her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so she pretty much is on the brink of death. And I guess just at her weakest moment, the demon pretty much is like, I can help you get revenge. Mm-hmm. And they do. They do. And and that's, I think, too, when the fires take over more. Because, I mean, before they hadn't had to evacuate yet, right? Or did they have to evacuate no, at that point? They had to evacuate when that happened. They had, like, a controlled fire that, yeah. like I said, that they used for their witch burning. So by the time Alyssa was moved into the hospital? The town has... Already evacuated? She was moved into... Because she's in Bra- Silent Hill. No, so. the Bram Hospital. Oh, the town over. She's okay. taken out of Silent Hill because everyone's being evacuated. Right. But they find this, like, burnt body that's mm-hmm. still alive. So they take her to, like, the the hospital in Bram. Okay, okay. But I guess she ends up going back to Silent Hill? Because, like, the last... Yeah, I think that's where the demon essentially teleports them into, like, into the, the, the mine, pretty much. Yeah. Because that's where the weird demon realm hospital is. They go to the real hospital, and then they go, like... A million floors that, down. Yeah, yeah like it's weird. Elevator. I guess it's supposed to be like a mine shaft. Yeah. yeah um, but that opens up into a hospital, which obviously there's not a hospital. Down there, down, yeah. Like a mile down. But. Again, this is kind of where it's sort of like video game logic and yeah. video game rules. And I think, uh, like when I've read reviews on the movie before, they have a really hard time with this ending. <laughs> like the the girl on the bed and all the barbed that wire That is and stuff. the main boss from the second game. I love it. The barbed wire bed monster yeah i like it a yep. lot it's but creepy only in, in the when you game s- yeah oh go ahead it's coming after you yeah and it walks on these like 
it's floating, but like it walks on these weird. It's like a giant barbed wire spider almost. Ooh. Yeah, I uh, I really like that about it. I think it's so video game. Yeah, know? it just gets ridiculous. And I know like, some people don't like it, but really I think that is like the difference between a successful video game movie and one that's not. Is like, just go ahead and embrace the fact that it's ridiculous. Make a like, video game movie. Yeah. In the same way that you want superheroes to actually have superpowers and you know, super strength and all that stuff. Like, just go ahead and do it because that's what people want to see. And, you know, I don't think it's a good idea to try to... Like, I don't think it's a good idea to try to, like, find new fans so much. Make sure that you're at least appeasing the source material. Yeah, if you, you know? have a fan base, just build on that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get trying to ground it a little bit, and I think this movie did that. In a good way. Yeah, but then, you know, towards the end, like... All bets are off. Yeah, it gets yeah. bonkers. Yeah. And I guess that's the end of the movie. Were there any other, like, scenes that you kind of wanted to mull over? Um, I don't know. I feel like we touched... I mean, there's a few, like... Not in a bad way, but there's a few discrepancies here and there from the, the game to the movie, mm-hmm. or games to the movie. But, I mean, I could, I could go on a long time about that, but... <laughs> Um, I do really want to pop in the first two games again and replay them. Yeah. Because I think I've played the second one probably more than any other game. Like, I've replayed it multiple times. Yeah. I, um, I'm so disappointed that these movies didn't continue to be strong. Well, I think, wasn't the second one a totally different team? Yeah, I think so. And then there's a third one, too. I didn't the know the 3D there. one. I thought that was Revelation, which is the second one. I I think there's three. Oh, man. I could be wrong. I didn't even know about the third one. But they're not good. <laughs> I wanted the second. I wanted to see the second one, but I just heard it was so bad. Yeah, it's like and and from trusted sources. And you these know, are the fans, people that liked the first one. People that would overlook a lot. So yeah. it's like that's concerning. So I just didn't see it. I think we tried to watch it one time and we just couldn't do it. Remember, like, we like we turned it on, I think? It yeah. It was, like, just the one with, like, Jon Snow in it. Yeah, he was in it. I really wanted to watch it, too, because I, th- I think the, the... In the weird video game realm, it would have been cool because... Okay, here's... here's Here we go. At the end of Silent Hill, the game... Mm-hmm. Um... It's almost like there aren't two people. There is a Cheryl and an Alessa, but you find out Cheryl is Alessa uh, in the game. And yeah. so essentially it does a weird 2001 thing toward the demon closes in on itself and creates an infant. Yeah. And Harry takes the infant. And as, that's Heather, as, right? And that's Heather, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it essentially merges the two, but kind of ascent, kind of flushes out the evil, I guess, in a weird mm-hmm. way. But yeah, that's one of the... the even weirder endings and um one of my favorite endings of the game was like oh yeah it's all space aliens really and if you get the space alien ending and then you replay the game you get like an alien blaster gun oh wow what what about the ending where you find out this is all your fault like you're you killed your family and stuff like that which one is that one i think that's actually that was Homecoming. Oh yeah. Which is essentially right. Silent Hill 
five, maybe? Yeah, because the cool thing about the franchise is you don't have to stick with one person's story. Like, we don't have no, to cause... keep going over Alessa's story a million times. Like, you can just... It's just the whole town's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, really, so the just... main character is Silent Hill. Yeah, the town it's the itself. town. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and so I just think there's so much there. And I know people keep trying to do another game. They keep trying to do another movie. And I just... I hope that they do someday. I hope that they do the franchise justice and like i would love to see more i would really like to play another one um a lot of people didn't like the room i thought the room was good yeah because it was the, different it was the like room is in very the town. Yeah. Mean, you are but you're not leaving a room pretty much you essentially go into different dimensions that mm-hmm. are in silent but you're actually not in silent it's it's really weird yeah but i thought the room was i like the idea of the room um i thought homecoming was really good um there's been two that i haven't played unfortunately yeah uh but they were like there's one that was just for the the playstation portable uh i can't remember the name of that one but that one was actually really good i like that one yeah well i guess that wraps up so our couple of last questions uh why do you think you've seen this movie so many times? Um, well, once again, just playing the game back in 99 when it was new. It was instantly probably one of my favorite franchises for a while. Everyone liked Resident Evil. I like Silent Hill. Yeah, I preferred Silent Hill. I thought well. I really liked Silent Hill a lot. I pretty much up in the first three games I bought when they first came out. Like I followed it really closely for a while. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a game franchise that I've played multiple times. And so in turn, I've seen the movie multiple times. Yeah. I I just, I really enjoy it. Yeah. It it, it does. It does. It does it justice. It gives you what you want from the game without having to play the game. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just don't have 12 hours. Yeah. They're shorter for as far as those kind of games go. You can do it about, once you've played it, you could probably do the first one. I think in about nine eight or nine Mm -hmm. hours yeah but if you want to do everything it'll take a while right i just think the concept of it is so cool i love the like i keep saying the idea of this deserted town and everything is instantly haunted and everything is just malevolent and scary and there's so many different places you can go you know and a lot of the games explore that like i said in some of the other games it's like you go inside a movie theater or mm-hmm. you go just things that aren't necessarily inherently creepy but big spaces that are dark and empty i think probably because of the shining taking place yeah. in that big hotel that's always made me fall in love with the idea of something that's you know completely d- deserted or desolate and then you're looking around on your own and it's scary and so I really like those, and I'm not a big gamer, as you know. Um, I played a lot of games when I was probably 18 to 19, but I don't play them a lot. I don't feel like I have the same patience and time that I used to. So these kinds of games are visually, you know, fun to watch, and they're almost like movies. Something that some gamers complain about are yeah. reasons why I like it. So I think this movie really did it justice, and so that's why I like to watch it again. Uh, what's your elevator pitch to someone that hasn't seen it before? It is kind of a weird movie to pitch. Because <laughs> it is because that plot so is so bizarre. Weird. Um, man, I don't know. I would almost just have them watch it and be like, "Do you want to feel uncomfortable but have fun?" 
Yeah, yeah. It's disturbing, but and it's kind of scary, but it's also like a very interesting mystery, and it's yeah. fun, and it's just got a lot of really interesting elements that you kind of almost don't think go together, but they do. And I don't know, haunted, deserted town, pretty cool concept. So yeah, yeah. Uh, weird creatures. Yeah, weird creatures. Um, but yeah. So I hope we covered everything. I feel like we did. We did a pretty good I'm job. sure there's more we could talk about. But I, know. I think overall this probably covers I think it does the movie justice. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've seen this. Like several I've seen times. it Yeah, the the movie I've probably seen at least at least half a dozen times, if not a dozen. Yeah, because I think this year alone we've watched it two we've or three times. We've watched it about two or three times, yeah. Yeah. So go watch it, guys. Uh, so Nick, is there anything you want to plug really quick? Um, well, I guess just, uh, if, if you like prop stuff like space guns and whatnot, I, I, I do all my stuff on my Instagram, Wardco props. Um, and you have a Twitter, same thing, Twitter, Wardco props, and I've got a Facebook page. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I post stuff up there, like builds and uh, I have built stuff from movies before. Uh, so yeah, if you, if you like movie replicas you can find some of them on on my uh my social medias yeah and i think you guys might have heard our pug yawn i guess he doesn't find our podcast very interesting so yeah if you he's heard a, him, sorry about that he's a critic yeah <laughs> he's like barring uh but yeah and also you're on several episodes i've been on a lot yeah but i think almost every live episode too right mm-hmm. yeah so we have fun you know and you know I think I don't think I even mentioned you're my husband, but I feel like people people know that. can figure yeah. it out. We're married. We got married. Married podcasters. Um, but yeah. So thanks for coming on again. Sure. I'm just sitting in my bedroom. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't have to travel far, nope. so that's good. I'm in PJ didn't pants right now. Out. Yeah. But um, but yeah, this was really fun. Was I fun. love talking about this movie. I love playing these games or watching you play them mostly because I'm terrible at them. I think if I can think of something else, we should do like a mini episode where we'll be like, oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, we should, I should do those in general anyway, like bonus yeah. episodes. I would love to revisit Pulp Fiction yeah, one day. Yeah, I know. Some of those early episodes we did, I kind of want to re I want to revisit Pulp Fiction and Dark City. Yeah. I think those would be really cool to redo Yeah, now that yeah. you're like really in the swing of things Mm -hmm. i agree that'd be fun well thanks for coming on nick and uh i'll see you in a in the uh, living room for the rest of today on the couch together Yeah. yeah okay all right bye bye